You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Making waves. All right. Well, welcome to Making Waves, episode 37. Hope everyone's having a great Wednesday. Uh, real honor tonight, real pleasure to bring back someone who's been with us three times now on Ship Rock. Uh, this is Sarah and Mark from the band The Letter Black. Thank you for joining us tonight and making Hey, guys. So thank you for having us. happy to be yeah. on. Thank you. And, 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 don't you guys, and don't forget, Justin, Justin, I mean, look, if we're going to do this, I feel like I should get an introduction of my you own. You know what? I was just about to me. do that. But like any good dinner party, dude, the guests come first. Okay. So oh my, here's the deal. But the, quite honestly, you guys have been off enough nor your family. So quite honestly, I should have just thought about it that way. But anyway, so I, if you guys hear a different voice, you don't hear the luscious, smooth sounds of Chad Niceville's night. You uh, instead have the gruff heroic voice of al mcmanus so yes. al, thanks for joining i buddy happy to be here i'm glad I'm, yeah. I'm flattered that you're my first i hope be gentle there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> so guys it's uh like we we talked about it. you guys were with us three times so again thank you for coming and third time's a charm usually but we'll get to that uh what i'd like to talk about now is the new song you guys just put out this year rise yeah it's uh, yeah. for people who haven't listened to it yet and you're familiar with their with the band's catalog. Um, it comes out to you pretty quick and pretty hard and heavy and kind of rolls into a little bit more luscious, like kind of more of a lush sound for you guys, but yeah. it comes right back to the teeth. Um, tell us about the song. Yeah. yeah, we started writing it last year and it was one of those things where you know, the pandemic hadn't really hit in full effect yet, you know, so we were in the blissfully unaware phase of, oh, it'll blow over in a couple of weeks, right? Just everyone hunker down for a couple of weeks, that'll be fine. So it was about that time when we started writing it. And then we started realizing, you know what, it's gonna, we might be in for a long haul. And as we all know, we are. And so it was one of those things where as we were writing it, we were just, I know for me, lyrically, the inspiration was it stinks, but like you can't stay down. You know, you got to you got to rise above it. You got to just keep taking the next step and stay motivated and just keep moving on or else you'll get left behind. And, you know, fall, a lot of people falling into, you know, depression and just a lot of darkness that can come from yeah. such a serious um, situation that COVID has been, you know, economically, emotionally, just everything. Obviously, we all know it's been tough. So it's just an encouragement to try and keep moving on, keep moving forward and uh, staying positive. Yeah. And we did things a little different on this record. I know we're talking about Rise, but we did a different process because, of course, we were in lockdown. So I produced the whole record and writing and producing is totally different um, when you're doing it yourself. So I really didn't have any, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, anybody telling me no to things like, oh, that's too much on guitar or that's mm -hmm. whatever that the label really didn't care. They just wanted me to turn in a record, which was mm -hmm. great. Yeah. So uh, the nice part about that was when I wrote it, I was listening to a lot of Alice in Chains. I really love um, one of the newer songs off of Black is Blue, which is uh, Check My Brain. And it has a guitar bend oh, yeah. in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is kind of homage to it a little bit. It has a guitar bend. Um, when we went to set it to get mixed, the, the mix guy was like, it's not really a guitar riff. I said, well, it, it's okay. But it's it doesn't cool. have to be a yeah. guitar riff. Uh, it just yeah. sounds cool. And that was my big thing. Yeah. So. Uh, let me ask you with a song is the message is about uplifting and staying above the fray, so yeah. to speak. Um, when you do songs like that, is, is there anger involved as well? Kind of just pushing this through, like just anger, frustration, there, or, yeah, there can be. Sometimes mm -hmm. you're not in a place of peace. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you're in a place of turmoil and anger and frustration. And so, yeah, 
Definitely. It depends. Uh, song to song, each song was written from a different place. But um, yeah, there, there's obviously frustration with this past year, you know, uh, yeah. frustration in wishing it had never happened in the first place or that it had blown over quickly. Um, there's frustration that we had this perfect plan of our record would have been out, you know, in fall of 2020, we had this perfect idea of, you know, all these shows. And so there's frustration um, for sure, uh, personally with us, but everybody's dealing with it in their own way. And yeah, so, yeah, it can stem from And that. that's the beautiful thing about rock and roll is you can take it out and no one cares. Say whatever yeah. you want to say. Not only do people not care, <laughs> but they understand, they relate, and they appreciate. Yeah, they know the, the, the angst, the you know mm. whatever distress or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you then about you were talking about taking on the the, the helm of being the producer. It gives you a little bit of freedom to kind of like, hey, no one's going to reel me in on this. Is there is is there a freedom to that, or do you feel like you kind of have to like make sure you're ticking the boxes so the label goes? Yeah, that's good. Or, or is there, or is there just basically oh, throw it man. To, into the wild? Okay. So I'll tell you this. So 2010, our first record came out, and I can't even tell you how many times I chased our our one big song, which was hanging on by a thread. And I, I was so tired, you know, of the label saying, "Well, you know, we need we need another song that sells, you know, 200,000 units itself. We need another big single." And I all I did was chase that song as a songwriter. That's all I did was chase the song. And I feel like it made me, I don't know about you, but it made me lose perspective of what actually mattered, which was playing music I like. It was just uninspiring, just playing, you know, go figure. It, mm -hmm. You know, it, it stifles the artist. So with this record, you know, with, with the deal we did, it was pretty much, which, you know, I think is nice because I was tired of everybody saying, oh man, the demo sounds great. But if, you know, the recording, and then the label would say this all the time, the recording's not as good as the demo. Well, I'm not the producer. What do you want me to do? Like, I'm working with somebody. This is what they're doing. Um, and we heard that a lot. Yeah. Right? From management, from everybody. So having him yeah. being able to be the one who has the reins, it allows us to capture the, I don't know, authenticity or the rawness, the rawness of our... Think, yeah our demos what they usually are and make it more polished but still keeping true to ourselves and not having other outside influences pushing us in maybe ways that aren't truly us so it, yeah i think it worked out pretty well yeah it, it's interesting to hear you talk about like you this hey we want a single just a single at that point you're just chasing a product you're no longer making art yeah that's right you know? and that's what yeah. it was for a while for us was mm -hmm. chasing uh, a product. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing too, is if you're not able to, it's, it's hard to focus on writing a song when you also have to produce. Right. I mean, there's, tell me about yeah. that. I mean, cause I, you know, being in Nashville and having spent 20 some odd years in the country music business, right. As a huge heavy metal fan and doing the stuff that I do on the cruise, you know, living in Nashville and cutting my teeth in management and country. It's like Nashville's yeah. a songwriter town, right? It's oh, like, yeah. there, it's like, there are people that sit in rooms all day, not as many as they used to, unfortunately, in my opinion, but they're just sitting in a room and they're just, they're banging out song. After song. They're not really, you know, there's, there's times I hear the stories about how they're writing for a certain artist. Right. But most yeah. of the time they're just trying to express themselves and come up with something clever in a, yeah. in a hooky melody. And then it's like, okay, whatever happens, happens. So it's kind of like that. It sounds like a little bit for you guys where it's like, you know what? We were chasing this thing. Like, and I do know some songwriter friends that would sit in a room and going, Hey, we're writing a song for Toby Keith. Hey, we're writing a song for Keith Urban. This is a Keith yeah. Urban song. I mean, literally mm -hmm. sitting down to do that. And then usually the story is it just didn't, it just doesn't come out as yeah. good as you want it to, right? They're chasing that thing and they've learned the same thing. They're great songwriters. They just write for yeah. themselves and what, what they're, they're looking you for have in to that be moment. In my opinion, a good song comes from a place of authenticity. And if you are writing something that you don't connect with, usually it's not going to be as good as when you write something that you do connect with and something that you truly feel. Um, that's just my opinion. Yeah. And then another. No, you're right. It, no, what I was going to say with what, and even what you're talking about, Al, like we, we have this uh, formula, which I'm so <laughs> sick of the formula. Like here's the riff or whatever country music is going to be. Here's the mm -hmm. verse. Here's the pre-chorus. Here's the chorus. Mm -hmm. Repeat all of that. Now we're going to put a little bridge with something, you know, good to tear, bring you in even more and tear you up. The final and then, and then the little <laughs> end chorus, it might be ever so slightly different, but draws different you in more. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was just like, when we released Rise, Rise, it has none of that. Like mm. it's, I don't even know if it has a chorus, to be honest with you. 
And I think that's what I like about it is it's just totally different. It's just, it's not that cookie cutter. Here it is. And here's what everybody wants to hear what it is. It's totally yeah, And I feel like we have a couple of songs on this album that are like that. Yeah. It's not just a, yeah. A, did this song, did this song come together quickly or was it something? Cause you said you, it started and then it kind of became bigger than the song almost Sarah. Was well, it, did it, did it, it was, happened around the time where the two week period, you know how at first it was like, Oh, couple weeks, it should be fine. And a month tops and we should be getting back to normal relatively quickly. It kind of happened when reality started sinking in and, and things kept getting pushed back and Oh no, now, now it looks like summer. Oh, probably fall. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not till 2021. <laughs> and yeah. so it was about that time when people started thinking of it as more of a long-term yeah. uh, situation that we were, I was writing the lyrics of it. So yeah. it was about this, that This time. was one of the few songs that I had the music done first before this whole record we did differently. We actually mm -hmm. wrote it collectively together. Typically I write all the music and I say, here you go, Sarah, have fun writing a melody. Right. So it was very and, uh, nice of him to do yeah, that. We didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> we didn't do that on this record. We wrote cohesively together. Yeah. Uh, right. But this was the one song that I wrote on acoustic and I showed it to her and she was like, eh, it's okay. And then I took it and actually and did your thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. And did my thing. And then she was like, oh, that's really cool. I actually really like that. I said, yeah, I know. You just couldn't hear it. I could. Yeah. Hear it. Right. You know? Well, and it's, yeah. and sometimes it takes a demo to flesh out that idea. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I work with some really great A&R people over the years and some of those cats were so talented. They could just hear the mm -hmm. hit, right. Just with a yeah. guitar vocal. And I was, and it, it takes a while to learn how to do that. And I would be like, it's out the chorus is catchy, but I don't know what they're going to do with this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Do you find that that's going to be the way for you moving forward? Is that writing that style, writing that in that fashion where it's going to be like, cause I find yeah. like if it you're was, writing, it was way it, more fun. Yeah, like, writing together was way more successful, yeah. in our opinion, than him handing me a song and having yeah. me come up with a melody and lyrics mm -hmm. that fit. Yeah. Because um, this way, sitting in the room together, working it out, he would come up with the music ideas and, and I'd be able to say, oh my gosh, I have this great idea. Yeah. Extend this part twice as long yeah, or right. cut that part. I'm hearing and, like and this you, weird sound. So you had good ideas even on with Rise. Like when we started doing it, you were like, okay, we need like, uh, you know, whatever, the harmonized guitars and the choruses. You're like, there has to be something and it has to be like a bench sevenfold and it has to be something. Yeah. And you know, that like that was And I cool. never got to do that before because he would always hand me the finished product. Yeah. And then I just had to figure out, it was like shoving a puzzle piece in <laughs> trying to make it work. Does he, so does we'll he, do does, it this way. Does he accept, opinion. how does he handle your criticisms? Um, it's not criticism. It's exciting. We're like, yeah. we're both excited. We're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I hear this. Oh wait, no, I don't like that. Try this. Like we're both excited about it. It's never this process. We never got heated and argued. The other no. process we actually did yeah, the other because we were yeah, both frustrated because he had the idea and I try to get an idea. So if it didn't fit, yeah. we'd both be frustrated with yeah, it. Yeah. And my thing is like, I'm in another band too. And I, my biggest thing is uh, the best idea wins. Like, I don't care whose idea it is, yeah. mm -hmm. but it's just the best yeah. idea. So whoever has the best idea in the room, that's the winner. And we're going with it. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, is didn't. awesome because not everybody can be that humble, you know? Um, I just don't care. I want the I best know. song. And that's, that's great. And, and that's where the producer side of me comes out. I think more than the guitar yeah. player. Cause it's like, I, I mean, I love playing guitar, but crafting that song and making it the best it could be. That's what I like. Yeah, you prioritize the song over your guitar. Yeah. It's interesting to hear you say the best idea wins because democracy always, we always hear about it in bands. It always seems like kind of a myth. But then you hear that <laughs> and you say, okay, right. You know what? Yeah. This is what's best for the people, the, the, the greater good. Yeah. Mark, yeah. real quick to your thing that no memorable course, you don't see one on Rise. But what is, what always takes the place of not having the big course is the riff. The riff is what sells mm -hmm. that song. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, listen, I want to go back to something real quick. And this is always an, a sticking point with my friends and I, and maybe Al would chime in us too. You mentioned Alice in Chains. Just shits and giggles. What's your favorite era? Are we talking about? Oh, about my goodness. That is really, that's hard. So, of course, it's Lane. It's going to be. I'm sorry. Man, you know, I was going to go with Will. I think Will and stuff's superior. I love the new stuff too. <laughs> I do, but. <laughs> Yeah, you have to remember, I grew so I grew up. I was born in '83, so mm -hmm. Alice in Chains was a huge part of of my sure, you know, uh, youth growing up. And then yeah. also, 
unfortunately, when 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 Lane passed, I got to see Jerry Cantrell open for Metallica. I think it was mm-hmm. a '96 or something like that. So it was really cool that transition of I never got to see Alice in Chains, but seeing Jerry play all those songs was super yeah. cool to me. So sure. there's just something. I, I mean, you got to remember, I grew up with that stuff, so I love. I just I, I can't. Help. You love the I love OG the stuff too. I, sure, not, I get it. Say, I, I like get it. it. Because yeah, he sounds absolutely. just like Lane, but uh, it's still, that's Lane to me. You can't beat Lane Staley. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I just wanted your take on that. So, because yeah. I was like, wow, they pick they pick a newer kind of sound from Allison Chains, but good yeah. on you. Um, so, let me ask you. So, the new album. Let's go, we'll go on that in a second. I'm just kind of curious because the last album was 2017. Mm-hmm. Is it finally kind of good? Do you just kind of have a like a sigh of relief when you get a new doesn't matter the album, a new song into the marketplace after that after like three to four yeah. years it's yeah. like thank god yeah. we we're not rusty we got this now yes yeah okay 100 percent. yeah and even more so doing it the way that we just talked about that we did write it and mm-hmm. record it um it's even more exciting because it feels more like us collectively yeah um as a group so i don't know it just i'm excited i feel like it's like you said a breath of fresh air it's just, this is us 2020, 2021. This is the new, this is the current letter black. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to give too much away. Is this the new album finished? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was finished last year. Yeah, last oh October. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Still that's, hard. Christmas gift. Yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah. But that's smart. Obviously, you guys are way ahead of the curve now. It's like, hold on and putting it out. Are you guys going to maybe a lot of bands we talk to piecemeal. Now they're going to drop a song in maybe another month and then maybe two months just to kind of keep the fans engaged. Yeah. Yeah. So we have another yeah. single we're hoping, is it this month or next month? We don't know yet. We're waiting for, we're waiting for capital to let us know yeah. when it's going to be, mm-hmm. but it's either going to be the end of this month or the end of next month. Theoretically. Theoretically. Once again, sure. uh, something changes, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's going to be the main single that we're going to push off the record. Yeah, uh, it, which is it, why they want to get it right, you know. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to screw it up. Same thing with their PR team; like they, they're just trying to gauge everything. Yeah, because it was originally supposed to come out February twenty sixth, the day mm-hmm. that Rise came out. Yeah, and we ended up flip flopping them because they didn't feel that it was the right time to put the the main single that we wanted to push out with all the money behind it and everything. Yeah, else. they wanted yeah. to strategize and make sure it was a good time. Uh, so. You know, it was fresh from the election. It there's a lot of obviously we know this year has had a lot of turmoil in general. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, let people get yeah. past their distractions of what yes. just went yeah. on. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. lots happening. And this single's gonna be really so. great. It's um, the song is called "Born for This." You'll love the guitar riff. It's actually the heaviest song on the record. It's a drop F. Yeah. But it also features Al. Uh, Al that's lead. Al's department. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's 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 so it's so low you can't you can barely hear it. It's, you can barely so hear it. Oh, it's but so you can low. hear it and it, it is so it, good. You, you can hear it and it also uh rips off your toenails. Is that the Meshuggah riff then? The the drop F pretty much that's the Meshuggah riff is drop <laughs> okay. F. Yeah, so is it a, somehow it's it doesn't come across that crazy heavy though, and uh, I don't know. I don't how, know, but it does feature. Because um, it's catchy. Yeah, it is catchy. It's very catchy. Mm-hmm. It does feature, and it's a full blown feature, not just like a spot and a song. Yeah. Um, Trevor McNeven, the lead singer of Thousand Foot Crutch, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, it's like a duet, I guess you would say, instead duet. of a feature. Yeah, it's right? not really yeah. a feature. It's definitely a duet. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You know, there's some great band. I mean, let's take a band like Slayer. All their riffs, as heavy as they were, they had a tune. They had a melody yeah. line in there, and you could follow yeah. it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just chaos. Yeah, um, and that's important to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but the interesting paradigm about the whole idea of dropping a single every every so often is it basically the whole album goes, becomes singles because the fans yeah. get to know that song so well that yeah. come the time they see you, they go, "I've heard that song. It's all I listened to for a month." How many yeah. times do we get yes. an album and just blow through it and go, "I remember one track." Yeah. But now they're going to be absorbed, and so every single could quite honestly become a single. It's so weird. I'm so old school. I I still like to buy a record. That's just me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because I like to listen, start, start to finish on a record. I've never been a big single guy, but that's just, 
the old school me. Well, it's sure. what we're used to. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where the world is changing and we have to we gotta change as a business yes. adapt with what's happening now and what is relevant and what's expected nowadays. That being said, I like a whole record too. I think that mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's never on radio is are, the coolest yeah, songs. are often the coolest yeah. songs that yeah. are on a record. Um, but it is definitely something that's that's I think being pushed more and more and being expected from fans more and more. They're yeah. expecting mm-hmm. almost a handful of singles to come out and then maybe they'll buy the record. So Well, yeah, Spotify we'll turned into a stream it. Let's call yeah, it. Yeah, Spotify has yeah. turned us into again people turned into that singles kind of thing. That the yeah. singles. Um it's interesting how you mentioned the old school. I remember riding on my bike down to the mall to make sure and, and get the new heart single Barracuda. Nice. So that tells you where I was at. But um, <laughs> it's interesting though, when you when you talk about technology and come to times, isn't it ironic though, that vinyl now outsells all digital formats as yeah. far as a brick and mortar yeah. thing, yet NFTs are the new thing coming into the, our world, unfortunately. And I don't even know what that is. Quite honestly, I'm a little lost. I like Wait, the idea of vinyl coming back. I don't even know what an what NFT is. It? is. So, it's yeah, a uh, non-fungible token that a lot like Kings of Leon just did their newest album through an NFT and okay. which is which I don't understand because it's a digital kind of thing, right? It's out in the sphere. But I'm like, I saw it at the store, too. I saw the vinyl. I was like, what? I don't understand the parallel. So, here, here. so here's how I understand it. OK, thank you're, you. You're Al. paying <laughs> you're paying you're paying actual money for a digital object. Okay. Okay. So something that the record label should have done years ago before iTunes kind of. Well, no, no, you're just no, going no, through no, crypto. It, it's it, through a crypto. Right, but, it, but, it, but it's real. Mo- it's it's still real money. Actual sure. okay. actual funds are changing hands, right? So okay. you so the big one that I that I read about was the, there's a video of LeBron James dunking a basketball, right? Which, by the way, everybody can see and view in whatever me whatever yeah. format they want to view it. Yeah. But they there is there is a way to digitally uh verify that that item is is the original item right and now that person who has paid actual money for it, whether it's crypto or not owns that piece of digital work so are you saying there's only one in existence no no that's so it's thing. almost like that, a download card uh no because that person owns that piece of digital media they own it but okay. it doesn't mean that it's exclusive they just own it. It's it's akin to where I read it. And again, you know, this is uh, what I'm uh, what I'm talking about is going to be a podcast <laughs> that people are going to listen to it. I'm not an expert. But how I understand it is that person now owns that piece of digital of digital data of digital media. So really, yes. And there's no real way that I understand exclusive. So th- what because okay, they, so what I'm getting what Al is saying is in this way, you can't really if it was on YouTube, you're not making royalties from it then, right? Because there isn't even a revenue. Tr- there isn't a revenue part of this, guys. That's the thing that I don't oh, believe. Okay. Well, that's just where so is it? It is a collector's. <laughs> it is a collector's. Weirder. It's a collector's thing. It's yeah. like having. It's like having the yacht or having the thing. I own this LeBron James uh, dunking basketball. This is mine. Look at what I have. Well, I can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, but it's mine. <laughs> Okay, there's no, from what I understand, there's no monetization. Yeah, there's really. no monetization of this at all. It's super weird. That's yeah. my understanding of it, and I can't wait to be proven wrong. But it's super weird, uh, yeah. and and good for that them. It's a lot of bored people sitting around. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's and, bizarre, and by bizarre. the way, it goes to show you how much how much money there is in the world. So, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, some some artists just sold a JPEG of his art, a collage of his art for $69 billion or million, sorry, $69 million to someone. So someone owes a digital JPEG. So they're not physical. It's mm-hmm. a, it's out in the sphere. It's a JPEG. What do you do with the JPEG? You replicate it a thousand times. But what they do is they own but he owns it. That's that the one. thing that they're saying, I own it. No, I mean, they own the digital piece. The, the creator sure. sold it to them. But yeah. so what? So I can in Google a way, it and look at is it. it like when somebody sells out their music catalog and somebody owns it in a way? Is no, it no, like because, no, no, because there's no money. We, yeah, because there's no, there's no, from what I understand, there's no reselling, there's, there's no, no accounting. So we're talking cool points. Cool point. Thank you very much. It's, we could have saved 10 minutes of your life. I okay. got cool points. Look what I, look what I have. That is so okay. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. cool All right. points. 
Yeah. Cool yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah. I'm sorry to bring that up. I just, if we're talking like audio, <laughs> we're am, talking like old school and new school. We're just trying to. But this is yeah. why you're on, Al. This That's is well, why. You know, yeah. and, and I'm probably completely wrong, but this is my <laughs> understanding of my little feeble brain. <laughs> So uh, let's let's talk about future forward. What is the uh, so with the new record? What I know we can't plan anything because er, the goalposts are always being moved yes. on us. What is your hopeful uh, outcome for the rest of the year? Then for the band, as far as touring, gigs, you get a live stream, anything like that, festivals. What do you have planned? Yeah, well, we already have scheduled a live stream for May eighth, and then we have our first in-person show um, on May 15th. We have a handful of other shows throughout the year as well. As long as they still take place. As long as they still take place. They're all outdoors sure. and they're all festivals. So hopefully- And they're in states where- open. Yeah, open. where the states have been opened more. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully they still stay open. Everything goes according to that plan, um, but probably no actual touring or anything like that realistically, because once you start crossing all these states and trying to have a cohesive tour that is throughout multiple states that don't have the same rules, it gets a little tricky. So and we want to be respectful of everybody yeah. too, of just, you know, there's going to be a lot of fans that are going to be nervous to come out to things and it's yeah. totally fine. And I respect that. And it's not a problem. We were supposed to go to Germany in October and that's still kind of up in the air. So it's, you know, some of it is on the books and theoretically mm. happening, but some of it might not happen. I don't know. Saying all of it because I just don't know. Yeah, we don't know for sure. So but the, the festivals will have a boon because you're right. A lot of bands aren't going to be able to cross state lines. They're not going to feel yeah. comfortable getting into the a venue, an indoor venue. So yeah, the festivals yeah. you are going to do, that's everyone's going to just going to flock to those quite honestly. Yeah, I you think know. we're going to have probably this year and next year we'll have the biggest turnouts and outdoor festivals that we've probably ever seen. Yeah, I don't know mm -hmm. about this year, but I think next uh, year. I think you're going to get a lot of people there. Yeah, if they're, I lot. think if they're, yeah. if they're, if they're open for business, they're going to be booming. I think. They're going to be booming. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I mean, it's one of those we've never been there. Nobody has, nobody's been in this situation, so it's right. one of those things where yeah. once it happens, we all just open the doors and wait and see what happens. You know, I'm so. feeling like we should just throw a festival at South Beach. The four of us can. Oh my goodness! You should. The four of us can just. I mean, like, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> hey, go. hey, hey, you know what? And I, let's see what the numbers dictate to us, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's responsible honestly, or that's irresponsible, what, however you feel about whatever that the activity is down there. It's a mm -hmm. pleasant little litmus test. So let's see how that went. I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and there's something to be said. It's not like anybody's being forced to go to a concert. You can. Stay right. home if you're not comfortable. Yeah, so yeah. at some Absolutely. point, it's going to have to happen. At some point, yeah, the first outdoor concert is going to happen. At some point, the first indoor concert, you know. So it's just going to be these steps of somebody having to take the first step and yeah, yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Hey, let, let me ask you guys, what's the what? And I've never really asked this to any guests. What's the secret to keeping a band together for over two decades? Um, being married. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, Let's rephrase. I didn't want to get into that, but Being yeah, we're going to talk about it. I, I do. I totally want to get into that. Okay, let's when, talk about I it. I love it when we have because as a as a married guy myself for fifteen years, I love. Yeah. Who else do we have on? We had Lejean on. No, no we had uh, we had uh, we had uh, oh the cats from Dead Sarah. Uh, yeah, Sarah. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. And it, I always find it. I always find it super interesting. As a matter of fact, I mentioned a couple times with Justin and Chad that we should we should do like a little mini series of of married couples. Yeah, uh, yeah. Married, there's a lot a of married together. couples on the road. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so it's super interesting with me. And it kind of goes back to earlier in the conversation where it's like the process of, you know, the demo the democracy process of songwriting and how that whole thing goes down and your communication there. I mean if you're not communicating and have a good relationship yeah. in your marriage, you're not going to have, right. I'm, I'm, par I'm guessing. No, hundred yeah, percent. Right? There's no Absolutely. way you could write no. well together, work well together. If you don't no. like each other, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, fortunately, so, yeah, we do. We, I still we'll be married. It'll be 14 years. 14 he still years. Likes yeah. my butt. We're good. Yeah. We're Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Keep his, up the and, yeah, and his, you know, the jury's still out on his and that's, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's funny. I, I think about the only album, Al, that I can remember that worked for a tumultuous relationship was Rumors. Yeah. By Fleetwood Mac. And it worked. Mm -hmm. didn't it's it? the only yeah. place it worked out because the whole thing, yeah. the whole stuff, the whole, what the whole album is basically them kind of yelling at each other through songs, That's right? Funny. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. if we it's ever a... hit a rough patch, we'll have to record it. Right? Oh, yes. boy. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, hey, you, you two will love this because last week we had Zach Wild on the podcast. 
Nice. I say we, I mean, Justin and Chad interviewed him and, and um, it was amazing <laughs> because it started recording before, right? We start recording and then we, Justin does his thing. Hey, hey, everybody. Good evening. Blah, blah, blah. Well, before this, and I, I Justin, I'll have to share it with you as a reminder, Zach and his wife, Barbara Ann, who's, we also had her as a guest a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got her own podcast, but it was it literally, and Justin, I didn't tell you about this. It literally felt like I was watching the Osbournes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when that show first came out, and Ozzy's yeah, like, I remember. Sharon, and, and like, where is it? Push the button. I did push the button. <laughs> you know, that, like, like just all that shit. Like, yeah, like the two he of them is not to a tech out. guy. No, but, but Justin, the whole thing with them was he's like, just do it. Just turn it on there. She's like, but you have to push this button. He's like, I don't know how to do it. Just, just do it. Can we get it to go now? And it's just like, they're just bickering. And I was like, oh my God, it's Ozzy and Sharon all over again. The best part about it was he has a Bluetooth speaker that he uses his phone and his song list off. And he was so afraid to turn that Bluetooth off because it was feedbacking and that he was never going to be able to use that speaker again. I'm thinking, (laughs) just give that guy a guitar. It was great. That's right. Great. So so hopefully, because he's got, he's had to be, I don't know if you got they've been married almost three 30 years yeah 30 years or so so hopefully you'll get to that point where it's just like you become ozzy and sharon yeah Yeah. i mean like the loving bickering uh couple absolutely yeah yeah (laughs) so guys let's let's get to that point we want to talk about the cruise so let's think back let's put on our our time machine caps and go back to 2010 Well, we yeah. were half, I think we we're half ship, right? We we're half Still ship. Half we're ship, half ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. What yeah. was it like when you, have you guys been on a cruise prior to that? No. Not as just a, just having fun. This Not is your first as cruise. regular. Just I, I went when I was a senior. Oh, well, then, you, then why'd yes. you say no? Oh, well, I was not the band. <laughs> well, I was going as a couple. I'm going to save him as a couple, as a couple. <laughs> yes. So no, okay. we have not been. Okay. No. So what was it like? I mean, what was it? Well, because I was, the guy was the first time, I think that may have been, the first year or I did a year prior, but it was interesting coming on being someone who's gone on a cruise with my family and then coming on this going, okay, now we're doing production. This is going to be super well, interesting. I'll yeah. tell you this. This is how I vividly remember it. So we played the first night in the back of the cruise, mm-hmm. the back of the ship. It was some type of lounge. The Pagal, the Pagal, the Pagal lounge. The Pagal yes. lounge. Yes. Okay. So, and Going back there, I didn't realize how much the boat really moved until you're at the back of the boat. <laughs> right. And then you realize how much it moves. And we had not our crowd there at first. And we come out heavy and Sarah starts screaming, let's go. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Like, uh, are we gonna, is everybody going to be mad or are people <laughs> coming to the stage? Like, what? Because there was definitely some people there that were just probably like, what is happening on our cruise? And right I think away? that because it was <laughs> yeah. half and half, yeah. there were some people who were not prepared. Okay. Sure. Oh, absolutely. They were definitely <laughs> not prepared. You, you got, you know who opened up for you that, that, that show? Bingo. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I mean, right. it's probably. the same lounge, right? So who knows? Yeah. You probably had a bunch it of people up there going, Why? what's your number? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the MLS dancers. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then they're like, so look at this cute little girl. She's going to yeah. sing a song. Right? Yeah. 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 Roar, ready, the roar of the lion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, then okay, they warmed so, up to us. No, it was funny because yeah. then, of course, the crowd came in. Which yeah. was our crowd, yes. and it was great. They heard the screaming was, from afar, and they came to see. Yeah, and then yeah. and then we played on the deck. We played on the deck in the clam, in the clam, in the clam, the clam. The clam. The clam. Yeah. Yes, the the clam. Yeah. Yeah. that's right. It was the clam, yeah. and I remember playing the whole time, and and I can't remember his name because it's not the original, but the guitar player for Cinderella was watching me the entire time. He didn't yeah. like sit side stage. No, he stood right in front of me. The entire show, no, pressure. like no pressure the whole yeah. time. And then when we got done, he was like, "You're phenomenal," and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I just was trying not to suck because yeah. you were watching yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. And the whole time fun. you're going, "Man, I'm just thinking about you on the cover of Night Songs, dude." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was was it the original guy or was it the guy? Yeah, who, I think it was. I think it was Fred Curry. Was it Fred's a drummer? Fred's a drummer. A oh, Fred's a drummer. Then okay, uh, so no. who was the guitarist? Well, um, the singer was the main, the, the Tom, main Kiefer. Tom, yeah, Tom uh, Kiefer. So it wasn't Tom, but it was, no. it, it was who it's not the, main, the original guitar player. It was whoever 
filled in, but he's yeah. phenomenal. I don't know and, that's hysterical. And, and by the way, Justin, I should Justin and I should absolutely know this answer because <laughs> you you know you 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 were the you were eighty two. I'm seventy two, and Justin was fifty two. You know, so yeah. he should definitely know. Fifty two. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, look, no, I you're right. To, you're actually to... almost right. You're almost <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so let's for, fast forward two years. Sure. The cruise by that had grown. We were like full, yeah. big. You guys, that was that bill was just ridiculous. By the way, yeah. oh, that was a lot of fun. That yeah, was a lot of fun. and so you guys are on now. You've got an established audience. You got yeah. a, a whole crowd, a whole boat now that's geared towards your genre. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, what was the reaction like then? It was awesome. It was awesome. That was probably my favorite one. The first one was really cool. Oh, the first one was super cool too. But the second one, I think, because is that when we got to meet LeJean? Or did we meet him prior to? I can't remember was if it, it was that. Was the first or the second one? I can't remember. Was, was seven so the second one? You were yeah, talking. Okay, so you did, you did 2010. Uh-huh. What did we say? 10, 12, and, and 18. And 18. Okay, so 12 was, was still on the MSC on the same ship, but it was a full ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. 2012, and I remember this because we had our first child, and we brought him on the ship. Okay, and regretted it. Regretted it. Regretted it to this day. No, no. he's awesome. He's such <laughs> so, a trooper. So, so Danny was with us. Danny mm-hmm. Hill, who was our manager at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he, I think that's when Lejean. That's when we met Lejean. Yeah, it is because what's the drummer's name? Like Morgan. His name? Morgan. Morgan. Yes, yeah. he gave our son, That's who it. was only a so baby at the time, drumsticks after the I've show. I've been a huge Seven Dust fan since I was a little kid. I got to see them open for Metallica a long time ago when Home came out and stuff. And uh, Lejean knew exactly who we were, and he was like hottest chicks in metal. He's like Sarah Anthony. And, and I was like, I can I die like, and just like I was like, I was done. And done. then yeah, I was, at that point I was done. And then we knew the guys in 10 years because we did some things with them. Mm-hmm. We knew Brian mm-hmm. and all them. And yeah, I'm we, knew a, lot of we knew a lot of the people there, like guys in corn and POD. And I think I don't know, I can't remember if POD was on that one or not. Who was I can't remember who was on. I don't but I do remember Godsmack was on there. Yeah, corn. Mm-hmm. Godsmack corn that year. Yeah, yeah. Godsmack and corn and five finger death punch. That was oh, yeah. one. And that yeah. was really that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just liked it because of all the camaraderie of all the bands. Like it's so funny. I always feel like the bigger the band, the nicer the people, which is so yeah. bizarre. And usually the smaller the band, the more arrogant people are. But yeah, yeah, they haven't been, they haven't learned yet. They haven't yeah. learned. But like the, the bigger bands year, I remember hanging out with the guys in Tesla and they were the coolest guys in the world. Like yeah. super nice guys. Yeah. So yeah. It's a, it's definitely a place where they can kind of let their hair down, and relax. They're not. We don't ask too much of them, so yeah. they can enjoy. They're with family, so it's a little bit more uh, protective environment for them. Per exactly. Se. Yeah. 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 Now, let me ask you: When your kid came on, did he, did he put the cute little cans on them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, those oh, are yeah. adorable. Yes. I love yeah. seeing. I love we, seeing that. Yeah, we bought him those. I think when he was, man, uh, three months old. Yeah, three months, two months old, three months old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he. We took him everywhere with us when he was little because he was the only one at that time you know he was our first and so it was easy to just take him on the road which it seems yeah. like it would be complicated but it really wasn't no he because was it's because it's two on one man you got you got two yeah, on one yeah, yeah now it's three on two yeah that you now you're right. now you're yeah you're on a, you're on the you're on the penalty you're on the penalty kill man yeah, so can can we ask you? We always have a laugh. Did you guys get to uh, to savor the uh, hot dog pizza? Yeah, dog pizza. Uh, the, okay, well, actually, why don't we make it a little more <laughs> make it a broader question? Do you okay. remember the food on the ship in in 2010? No. <laughs> okay. Food. Yeah. No. Because no. our you know internally it's like. It, <laughs> Just the food was just, it was awful. The ship was is it? beautiful. Yeah. But it was see, it was terrible. the first time I was on a, a cruise. So maybe, I, I don't so know. Maybe, I probably thought, we always <laughs> laughed that it's an Italian ship, but they then the late night pizza is the big thing. And they yeah. had no clue how to do pizza. So I was like, you guys yeah. are like kind of, this is your thing, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the only thing I ate the whole time there was pizza and french fries. I had yeah. French fries I don't and ice cream. Anything else. Yeah, daytime yeah. pizza was okay because it had traditional ingredients. Nighttime pizza became leftovers. 
Uh, like, uh, and I'm not. Oh, yeah. I, we can't make this up. One of them was one, one of them was corn pizza. How do we not remember that? Corn, corn pizza. Corn, corn and hot dog pizza. And and then there was one with hot dogs. Hot dog. We like. They're just sitting there going, "These stupid Americans. These stupid Americans. Right? What do they know about corn what do they know about pizza? They like. Oh, they eat hot dogs. Hey, is it the Fourth of July? Give them a hot dog. How do you not remember that? I, I don't know, but I can't yeah. believe they served hot dog pizza. Hot dog pizza. Really yeah, fantastic. All right, so let's let's get to the. To, to the 2018 now you guys are really into the swing of things you guys are like the home team it's like you seven us pop roach and hailstorm are basically like been on this thing more than anyone yeah. uh what's it like for you guys what's the interaction with with your fans like when you meet them on the on the ship and just each year just keep getting better and better so i think that was the biggest thing because then you people know who you are Mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing you know not just the bands but people know who you are it's like festivals when you do festivals it's like coming home and seeing long lost friends that you mm-hmm. haven't seen in a while you know you're just like hey how have you been so good to see you you know and it, it's like that environment yeah. there too yeah we yeah. always tell bands that make sure and, and new bands especially young bands really make friends with these people because yeah. they're they know their boundaries they're not going to get in your way usually like they see the first day they're excited next day it's like hey how are you can i get you something do you want a coffee or whatever yeah uh, but it's the it's the stuff that happens after where they go to your show when you're in town and they bring 10 friends and they yeah. just they basically because they they're brand loyal and oh, basically okay. if you come on say, you're you're part have. of that family that they're now part of and yeah they'll just they they're the they're the world's greatest street team we always call yep. them that and they're, they're and so yeah, supportive we, of bands we definitely have very loyal ship rock fans mm-hmm. like oh yeah very loyal they let you know it for sure anytime they see us they remind me or if they're on mm-hmm. our live stream yeah. it's like hey we saw you at ship rock yeah um, part of it yeah. is very a very real thought a, a very real sentiment for me is that they the guests feel like and accurately so that they went on vacation with you yes yeah you know because like think Mm -hmm. about those times you know you guys have probably been to the beach or been on vacation you know hopefully without the kids and you meet uh, you meet a couple on the beach and you just spend the day you know drinking mimosas with them or whatever and all of a sudden it's like oh yeah they're now friends on facebook and i communicate with them and i check we met people like that i think was it two years ago in mexico for an anniversary trip we went to mexico and there was this couple we hit it off and we hung out and it's the same it is the same thing i remember when we got off um in the bahamas it was somewhere i forget where where did we stop over was it nassau Probably. Um, mm-hmm. And we were at a hard rock cafe eating and walking around and people from the, the ship were like, Hey, how are you guys doing? And, you know, talking at the restaurant or, Hey, you guys having fun. Can't wait to see you all later. So it's like, you're saying it feels yeah. like family. It feels mm-hmm. like friends and it it's an environment unlike any other, because you know, you can come back year after year and see those people again. So yeah, it's and, it is, and it is different from a show. It's very different mm-hmm. from a show. Like it you really said, is. Al, I think it's because they know like boundaries. Because sometimes at a show, <laughs> it can get a little. Weird. Well, like you said, the first day yeah. is usually how it is at a festival, but then that's it, and you leave the town. This mm-hmm. after they get the excitement out, it's like okay, cool, we can be chill, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's, exactly. It's, it's fun. It's well, a just lot. point is, it's just that it's just a bunch of adults hanging out at that point, you know. Yeah. Quite yeah. honestly. Well, Justin, there was that, uh, maybe it was it you or somebody, one of us, it was Vinny, the year uh, Vinny Paul was on with Hell Yeah the first time, and somebody came up to someone of our staff and said, hey, it's Vinny Paul, like super uber out, like, I'm going to go get his autograph, and, and one of our staff members, heck, it may have been Alan, was like, hey, man, just he's eating, just hang out, we'll see him in the meet and greet, right? You'll see him later. It was yeah. like the first day, and they were just amped, yeah. and and. It, I think it was Alan ran into that person later day three or day four. And Alan's like, Hey, Vinny's over here. You know, let's go say hello. It's kind of a good moment right now. <laughs> and the guy or girl was like, no, that's cool, man. I saw him in the buffet. They, they autographed my girlfriend's arm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was like, yeah. He's like, no, yeah. it's good. But that's the thing. It's like the first yeah. day. It's like, it's just like, like all this candy. And you're like, you just yeah, slow down. There, there's a great story that Chad tells when, when Wilson was playing and they were in Sweden and we have the, the group called the Swedes, you know, all the, all the Swedish people who come over and, and, and cruise with us, the Swedes, there's mm-hmm. like 30 of them deep. And so they, Wilson was over there playing and I guess Wilson, they put Wilson up in their, in their homes. And uh, Chad told the story of, of breaking their washing machine. Cause he didn't know how to f- use it. Cause a European. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oops. 
Yeah. Well, so always, and again, that's just a Shiprock thing. Like they met yeah. Wilson on Shiprock and became friends, and there we go. So these yeah. great stories. So yeah. he goes over and basically ruins their appliances. <laughs> anyway. so, so real quick, real quick, I want to go back to y'all's. Okay, so in in 2010, you had a child on board. Yes. Mm. Yeah, the baby on board. Well, twenty no, twenty ten. We didn't have any baby. Nothing. Okay, twenty ten. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twelve. You had one with you, and that was yeah. and, okay. So tell how many children do you 13. have? We you have thirteen we children. Have three. That's a lot. Three, now. three kids now. Three children. That's all right. Because you're, you're right. You're on the penalty kill. So <laughs> that. So what are their ages? Nine, Nine six, and four. Yeah. <laughs> Nine, two six, two boys and, four. and a girl. Okay, and where's the girl in the mix? The youngest. She's the youngest, the youngest but she's okay. the boss. She she yeah, well, runs the house. Yeah, she of course. Dad, yeah. mom, and the house. Right. Okay. So so you had your baby boy on on twelve. Did you yeah. bring the family back for seventeen? No. No. Three Smart. is a uh, lot. Guys, three is a lot. <laughs> Look, we're we're forty eight minutes into this, and you can't, you two have gotten smarter. Like yes. literally. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Manageable. It's just too much. Three it's is too much. three is yeah. not yeah. so much one, fun on a possible. boat. Yeah, yeah, it's not possible. Yeah, like when when we when we went to Europe with one, that's fine. When we go to Europe now, none come. None can't do it. Yeah, now, it's too hard. We never leave them more than a week. Like a week is yeah, like our. That's about it. If it's longer than that, then yes, they'll well, all come. Yeah, but give us like give, give us a snapshot of each of of each child. Like if you had to explain them in you know like three Super words. Fast. Well, I mean, oldest, you don't have to be fast, but I think it'd be it'd be fun because then you might learn something. Our oldest, his name is Judah Rain, spelled R-E-I-G-N, and that is what he does. He's super creative and inventive. He's, he's and very much like um, we always say he's like Chris Farley, Steve Jobs, and like uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey right? I love him. Right? Can we book him yeah. on a guest? Can you go get I, him right yeah. now? Listen, yeah, he, you he just give him it. a microphone and a stage, and you would be just entertained. He will be. Yeah. He will entertain you. Yeah. And the the funny thing is, he looks just like Sarah, but he has he acts just like me when I was. Yeah, a kid. drama. Oh, lots of drama and tells <laughs> thousand stories. Yeah, right. he never stops talking. <laughs> okay, middle child. And then our middle child is our youngest son. He is. So sweet. He looks just like him with the big puppy dog eyes. I'm sorry. That's not rock and roll. Looks so cool. Um, <laughs> and he ha- he's just the sweetest, like quiet, very much a middle child like myself. I'm a middle child. Just very appeasing. Isaiah Stone. So he is obviously what his, he's, he fits his name as well. Yeah. And that is, he is steady. He's steadfast. He's, he's our little rock. Yeah. He's not yeah. pushed. You know, he just steady he little stoic? handsome boy. Is he introverted, yeah. kind of quiet, like he kind of he's observer? Not really, no, he's, he's not, not introverted. Introverted, but he's not really outgoing. He's like a middle. Like he'll talk to you, and ha- but he doesn't need mm. you. He doesn't need the attention. I love either. him already. Yeah, right? I do too. I want him as a guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that. he doesn't need us. I'll just give him the mic. Yeah. Can you all just <laughs> like bring all of your you. <laughs> yeah? Just, let's just have your kids, kids on. TLB two point Yes. Oh, and then, yeah. have, and then our daughter. Okay. So her name is Audrey Grace. Audrey Grace. She has to grow into the grace. Yes. So we'll see how that goes. She's yes. more like a princess with a left hook. Like, I don't know if it's because she has the older brothers, but she is sugar and spice. Oh, she yeah. is so sweet. She's beautiful, but she will tell you off if she's mad. Look out. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 She, she's she's a firecracker. Yeah, she's spicy. Yeah. Yeah. She and once again, she looks just like Sarah. I don't know. I feel like she's a mix. Uh, I think she's. Mixed. I don't know. But the, but the boys aren't going to know what's coming at them personally. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Look out. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. She's only she only just turned four this past month, so she's still growing into her personality. We'll see how she kind of once she hits school age. I feel like they kind of settle in a little bit to their personalities um but she's definitely entertaining too Mm. she says some of the most hilarious things that you're just like i don't even know how you came up with that and she sings everything guys she sings everything give us give us one what did she say so sing it's doing her songs she sings well, she repeats some of her songs she'll just the, the current song that she just goes around singing in her like unicorn rainbow outfit is like anymore 
back again. And she'll just say those words over and over. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what yeah. is back again. So, sounds like it sounds like a song that daddy wrote. But like, and she's so passionate. And, Are these real like, songs or just songs she kind of no, makes up? No, no, I get it. Yeah. Her own songs. Yeah. And then she'll say, she'll sing if she wants donuts or something she'll, she'll sing to me about powdered donuts she'll sing about the donuts like just she's uh, the only child that can <laughs> sing on key and again she just turned four she can sing a whole song in key so yeah. she's yeah she could take my place but like the other day we have a trampoline we had a cousin over all of them got off except one and she watched the whole thing and she said there's one human left <laughs> Like there is one yeah. human left. Yeah, there's You're one right. human left on there's the trampoline. One human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just little tiny things all day yeah. long. That's very entertaining. Should, uh, you just just be thankful she didn't say, "Should we eat him?" Yes. <laughs> yes. Love that, guy. Now, human. now listen. Now that's yeah. a different whole different kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And by the way, Sarah, puppy dog's eyes, very rock yeah. and roll. Yeah, very rock and roll. I know. Very rock and roll. That's the only bad thing about being married. Is that was a I, yeah. I think that was a, that was a deep cut on uh, a Sepultura record. I think Justin. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dog eyes. Yeah, yeah. dog you eyes. Do though. They're they're bleeding. So yeah. you know, and somebody right. ate them because we're eating. If we're eating humans, we may as well eat puppy dog eyes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like rock it. and roll, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's do this. Um, let's play walk the plank. Let's walk okay. the plank again. Three questions. All and right. I'm gonna let our, I'm gonna let our guest host start because he seems okay. he's got one right there at the front, <laughs> the front of his mind. All right, buddy. No, you each, each get the answer. Each yeah, get the answer well, to the same question. If you could change, you have to answer. If you could change one thing about the way you look, what would it be? Oh my goodness! The way you're I welcome. Look. You're welcome. You look. <laughs> oh my goodness! I do know. Uh, uh, well, mine's easy. I would change my nose. I'm I'm Middle Eastern, so yeah. I'm a giant. Nose. How's my nose? <laughs> so I would love to change my. It's nose. tiny compared to his. Well, yeah, it doesn't. I, mean, I, I can't even see. I can't even it's, tell. I'm just. Oh my god! I married him. I got his nose now. <laughs> well, the older you get, <laughs> the more you start to look alike when you get when yeah, you're married, your ear, right? Your yeah. ears get longer. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. know my feet. My middle toe is a little bit longer than my big toe, and I always time, thought time that the time, perfect time feet are Wait, like that is such a cop out. Time no, out. no. There's there's a Greek chart. There's a Greek chart that has the three different kind of feet, and yours fits in there somewhere. Just look. Well, it up. I like but, the ones that go. Boop, 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 Oh, you like symmetry. But that's yeah. only four. You I, said I you had it. four boobs. Boop, 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 boop. That we only have four okay. toes. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go. Listen, teacher. Mark, please teach her the pentatonic scale. Okay. Penta means five. It's not quadatonic scale. Oh, you don't have four toes. So so, but I will, I gotta I call only have four I got toes, guys. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. And each one of them has their own specific foot Hey, so but I will I gotta call bullshit on this Why? answer because because it's how you look. But you see one change my... how about how you look. Yes, that's your toes. I mean it's a good it's answer. It's a quality, toes. it's a it's a quality answer. I guess the question is more of things that people would see. Right? Your feet. Mark out. said, Mark said, woman, high heels, open toe shoes, flip flops, bare feet. You. Women, okay, fine. Thank women don't you. very rarely, do very whatever rarely. Whatever you guys want. It's your show. I don't, I'm just a guest. <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> All right. So, so let's move on to the next question. This one's crushing everybody. Do either of you want, do well, both of you, do you possess uh, any qualities of your astrological sign? I don't, I don't really know what mine is. I think I'm Justin a Pisces. knows. Justin knows. I'm a Pisces, right? I think I'm a Pisces. Okay. And you're a Cancer. But we have to look up what, what it is. We're, okay, we're, well, we're going to give you the Jeopardy time clock. Okay. Oh, do, 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 Use your phone. Do, I'm using my phone. Do, do. Oh. We're, we're going to be twice as productive <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or half as productive. Sometimes it cancels each other out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hurry! I hear the song. It's going faster. It is going faster. Okay, Pisces. You are a Pisces, then. Compassionate. Tribute of Alex Trebek. We're going to give you a few more, few more seconds. Okay. Well, listen. Here's what it says. It says compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle, wise, and musical. Wow, and four toed. And four toed. Four toed. There you go. So okay. you possess all of this. You don't even have to possess one of those. You possess all of them. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So 
I think mine is pretty dang uh, spot on. Um, tenacious, high imagine, highly imaginative, highly imaginative sorry, loyal, good reader, emotional, good reader, <laughs> sympathetic, yeah, good reader, persuasive, and then weaknesses, moody, which I am, uh, pessimistic, pessimistic which really I'm not. Pe- I'm not no, pessimistic. You're optimistic. I'm not suspicious. suspicious. You're not suspicious. I'm not manipulative. You're not manipulative, and you're not insecure. No. Well, well, yeah, I am. I can. Sarah, can you can you read off the negatives of your sign? Yeah, my negatives is fearful. What do you? Uh, no. Overly trusting. Yeah. Yes. Sad. <laughs> do no. I look sad? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're 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 doing okay. <laughs> uh, this guy desire to escape reality. I think we all have the desire to escape. That's, 2020. that's music. No, but yeah. that's music to me. Yes. Like an outlet. Um, can be a victim or a martyr. <laughs> I don't know about the martyr. Or a martyr is like somebody who tries to do something selflessly, but then they end up getting squashed. I could fall into that trap by being overly. I'm actually. This is really funny, guys. I've never looked at this before. No, I'm Just not a huge one of either, but it's accurate. It is pretty accurate. It is pretty accurate. I mean, not 100. percent It does say, and I really do like doing this. Home-based hobbies. You do. I really You're a do. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Which is really funny. Okay. Third and final question. Okay. And you don't have to uh, necessarily want this uh, to be your end, but okay. if if you were to be cremated, yeah, where assuming you're going to be cremated, whether you are yeah. or not in real in real big kid life, okay. uh, where would you have your ashes spread? Well, we actually have talked about this. Um, probably get just a place in a in an actual graveyard for the urn so that our kids can visit. Justin, this is Shiprock therapy right here. We're going into Shiprock yeah. marriage, so marriage therapy right here. We're, we're opening we're for opening me, up a can of worms right now. I yeah. actually do. I actually do want to be cremated. And I think you do too. See, yeah. I, and this is also covers them legally, Justin. This is actually legal yeah. proof right here. Legal yeah. proof. And, yeah. if we die, and what I want to do is, like yeah. Yeah, and I would say I'd just put us in a. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's in the ground or in a niche wall, like one of the columbarium walls. I don't really care. Just somewhere but for the kids. To somewhere visit. for the okay. kids to visit us, because um, I don't want to be left on a mantle at that point. Just flush me down the toilet. It's not, mm-hmm. Yeah, you become a part of Meet the Fockers. Yeah, really, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, but I think it'd be somewhere good to just have it so that you can go and memorialize. Yeah. You know your loved one at any point you, in this way, given- grandkids or anybody. Have you given thought to like, okay, well, we'll put some of it there where you're talking about, and then we'll maybe give a few little vials to some of our friends to sprinkle in special places that we've been to or shared or, you know, or the kids go, hey, go spread it. I always say, here's, and we've both talked about this. I will not be here. I don't care what you do. Right. (laughs) Whatever you want. Make us watching over you. Pour it into the the puppy dog eye soup that you make. Yes. Whatever. I don't care. I mean, we won't know at that point. So So do what you want. I actually do artwork, like kind of another just little outlet that I have. And I did a really unique piece for somebody. And it was a memorial type yeah. piece of art that actually had her daughter's ashes in it and she loved the ocean and so i did an ocean scene and then the sand was actually her ashes and it's like kind oh, of weird wow. but kind of yeah. it turned oh, out that's beautifully really pretty. oh that's really cool yeah and to her like it, she'll have it forever and she'll be able to enjoy it it's not it's a reminder in multiple ways and it made her happy so yeah there's lots yeah. of yeah. lots of different options for, <laughs> yeah. for that answer. good answers good answers yeah. um Justin, what do you have? You're the host. What do you want to do now? <laughs> well, I think we should let these fine folks. We've had them for an hour and it's been yeah. fantastic, but been I, so I really fun. like them. Now they have three kids. I feel, feel like I guilty. Know, I know. Like it's like, bedtime, guys. Yeah. Bedtime. For hey, you or them. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. So I want to, let's do one more fun thing because this yeah. is, yeah. this is our experiment. This is something I've been thinking about doing for a while and we've yet to pull it off. And since is you this, guys is this been, would you rather? Yeah, this is the would okay. you rather. So okay, I'm thinking, I think we do, we go one, uh, ladies first and we'll okay. switch, we'll switch back and forth. Ready? Okay. So I'm reading, I'm reading these by the way. Uh, so Sarah, yes. would you rather have a dog with a cat's personality or a cat with a dog's personality? Cat with a dog's personality. Mark, if you were reborn in a new life, would you rather be alive in the past or future? Ooh, Ooh the past. The past. Definitely yeah, really, the past. That's a good one. <laughs> it is. Sarah, we thought of that. Sarah, would you rather eat no candy at Halloween or no turkey at Thanksgiving? 
No candy at Halloween. Mm, Mark, you would you rather a turkey on Thanksgiving? Uh, hey, you know what? America. Is, you would rather. Would you, <laughs> Mark? Would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? Oh my goodness! Yeah, you get the you got the hard ones. You would like to have that belief? Would you rather yeah. lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? I don't think I would. I would, I would feel the ability to lie. I don't need to, to lie so that I can oh. lose. Could you imagine believing everything you're told? Okay. I know that's horrible. <laughs> bad. That would be bad. Oh, Sarah, would you rather be free or be totally safe? Whoa. Oh, man. Because okay, that's so. kind of like really relevant with the whole everybody government watching us everywhere we go, you know, type of thing yeah. for the sake of our safety. I don't uh, free or safe. Um, yeah, that's me. America. <laughs> Mark, Mark, for the win, would you rather experience the beginning of planet Earth or the end of planet Earth? Oh, my, the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Well, very they good. They both came in a, a big ball of fire, so you're going out the same. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Either way. <laughs> you're probably going to have to pay taxes on it. Right. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, was that an Armageddon joke? Was that an Armageddon uh, thing? Yes. Not taxes? Taxes. Oh, no, I don't. I, no, I just. Because remember actually, in Armageddon, they didn't want to pay taxes ever again if they right. did the that's job. What he said. We right. don't have to pay taxes right. ever again for our, <laughs> okay. in our life. No, my. Well, I thought I was, snuck that in. No, yeah. mine came. That I thought of that because of the Van Halen song, uh, Sammy Hagar Van Halen, where he says, They got you coming in, they got you going out. Oh, for, that's uh, true. I forget what. Uh, What's, now um, I have to look that up, and I don't want to look up yeah. Hagar. I think uh, it's the lane. It's the lane. William died. The, the, the debacle, you know, like you really want to sound good with Sammy or you want to sound like party hardy Van Halen, the real Van Halen with Roth, you know? <laughs> hey, and, Ma and Mark, one last thing you'll, you'll like this. Have you seen, and I don't even know if this is podcast worthy conversation because what the hell do I know? But have you seen the YouTube video of the guy who, who is time corrected running with the devil? No. Uh -uh. We, when we hang up from our phone, our call, we call it what? What even is this? Are we, yes. When, this we, is when we hang up, we get off the internet. When we hang up yeah. the from the party line. <laughs> yeah. We, you don't even remember the party line, Sarah. So don't even don't even try. <laughs> it's the party line is when you were a kid, you pick up the phone to call somebody, and there was already <laughs> people on it. Yes. Yeah. When we hang up from this party line, <laughs> you, you go search uh, "Running with the Devil." Time corrected. It will blow okay. your mind. Justin, you too. Have you seen it? I have not. You got to. You got to watch it. Okay, I'm checking it out right. now. It's a great. Uh, it's a great thing about how relevant and it is to today's music, where it it may that the machine if the machine takes over, you lose. Every, you can lose everything, and it's yeah. it's it's great. Check it out. Yeah. Now I'm scared. All our listeners should should should, should check that out too. Time corrected. Uh, running with the devil. Okay. All right. So. Um, Sarah, Mark, do you have a, a title for the new record coming out, or is that kind of on the? It is self-titled, actually. Yep. Really. Mm -hmm. Very Metallica. No, that means you Very titled it. Like that it. means you. That means you titled it yourself. The, actually, the fans titled it. How about that? Oh, wow. We gave okay, them cool. a choice, so we have a Patreon page, and we let the the fans on Patreon pick between Rise, Born for This, or Self-Titled, and they chose Self-Titled. All right. So, cool. Yeah. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I made a stupid. Yeah, they're about thinking that. about what's going to look coolest on a T-shirt. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey, look. Why you should ask that question every time. I love it. There you go. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So, uh, self-titled record. Well, actually, number four. Yeah. Coming. Uh, well, a song at a time. We'll see. Thank you again, Sarah and Mark from the Letter Black. This has been a really fun hour. And Al, great co-hosting, brother. Yes. Hey, thanks, Way to go, man. man. I'll, yeah. come, I'll, come, I'll never come back. I, thank you. I know. I want you to come back. We, you, you, Chad, and I together, forget about it. Yeah. Yes. The guests the guest would never talk. They'd like, yeah, <laughs> we couldn't get an word in edgewise. Hey, thank, anyway, you guys. All, thank you all for being here, man. It's great. And yeah, thanks absolutely. for having us. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. So, guys, uh, thank you for checking out Making Waves. If you guys are new to us, please find us wherever you can get your podcast and subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. Quickly, I want to thank, obviously, our guest co host tonight and show producer Al McManus, our engineer Jennifer Zito, our show coordinator Heather Smith, the captain Alan Kadenick. And let's give a big shout out to Danny Hill because yeah, a lot of absolutely. Bye.
All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> guys, if you're still interested in, in getting into uh, Shiprock January 2022, you can go to shiprock.com and find cabins. They are still available. Or if not, hook up with some people who are looking for a cabin mate and make new friends. So there we go. Anyway, thanks again, guys. Really appreciate All it. Right. Thanks, y'all. Best of success <laughs> with everything. All right. Thank go to bed. You. Go to bed now. Yeah. 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 Not. Let the, let the kids tuck you in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. See you guys. Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny, streaming everywhere now.